Everybody, uh, my name is, is Craig Thomas Rivella. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a Brooklyn guy myself, born and raised in uh, the Flappish, like uh, Old Mill Basin, uh, Bergen Beach area. That's okay. where I grew up. Um, you know, I bounced around that neighborhood for, uh, for a while, and then I wound up in Williamsburg okay. before it blew up. You know, like back okay. when I think I was back when it was still grimy. It was still a little grimy. It was like it was just starting to change. Um, we got thrown out of the apartment in Bergen Beach we were living in. Of course. And, uh, <laughs> one of my buddies was working uh, in a real estate over on Bedford Avenue over there. Ken Furple Realty was the name of it. And he let us, um, he had this, like, it was kind of like an abandoned building with a storefront. So he changed the storefront into like uh, into like a, a two-bedroom apartment. It was, you know, it was like yeah. fucking falling down and everything. Yeah. So we paid two fifty a month that's between ridiculous. two people, you know. That's, oh, that's awesome. So it was like a squat, basically. Like, but, yeah. uh, you know. Yeah, so I so I lived there for a, for a bunch of years, and uh, All right. now I'm out in Staten Island, married with a, with a kid. There you go. With a five-year-old. Yeah. Nice. That's yeah. awesome. Boy, yeah. girl? Boy. Thomas. Little boy? Yep. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I have a little girl. Well, not so little. She's just turned 10, which is just mind-blowing to me. Wow. It's, it goes quick, right? It sounds so cliche, because everyone all goes by quick, yeah, but, yeah, it, yeah. but it's really... It if you're not a parent, you, you'll never get it, no, but you no, got no. it. You got to cherish these little... I mean, it's... Yeah. What, what, I, what, what grade is she in now? Fifth she's grade? She's in, yeah, she just started grade. fifth grade. My, my son just started uh, kindergarten. Oh, yeah. So it's, uh, just fun. wait. Oh, yeah. She's up to my shoulder. She yeah. tells me about myself. Nice. It's nuts, dude. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, she's like a little version of me. It's great. <laughs> it's, it's awesome, bro. She's the best. So, um, well, thank you. Thank You're you. welcome, Jimmy. <laughs> thank you. You want some butter for that? Please, if you could. Butter and jelly, if you could. So, um, all right. Now, let's let's kind of. I'll. I'll uh, we're probably going to be all over the place because, as everybody knows who listens to my thing, that there's no map. I, yeah. We just we just bullshit. Yeah, bullshit. Yeah. We're sitting at a diner having <laughs> breakfast at I don't know. At seven o'clock at night, muffins and bagels and coffee. <laughs> so, um, all right. I've always been fascinated. I'm not going to get into details. Right. Right. But but I've always been fascinated. And somehow or another, in in and around my life, with the six degrees of separation, there's always been like mobster stuff. Going you know on, what I mean? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Now you're from you from are you from um, this area, Brooklyn? Born and raised in Brooklyn. I was born and raised in Canarsie. Okay. Um, then for a little while, like my, my, when I was a kid, my parents my parents got divorced. I lived in Rockaway for a little while. My mother got remarried. Okay. And then and then with my stepfather, and then from that, from once they got married, my mother got custody of me, and then we moved to Howard Beach. Okay. So I was in Howard Beach from like ninety to ninety six, and then I joined the military. They wound up selling the house in like 2004, blah, 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 blah. Okay. But regardless of all of that, 
which that plays a little small part into everything. Right, right, um, sure. I, uh, you know, I grew up on, you know, all that, the, all, all, all the stuff that all we the, all grew up on. All the stuff, yeah, yeah. Well, like the all, the, all the, yeah. My step, my stepfather is one hundred percent Sicilian. I grew up with his grandmother. All, all the stereotypical Ginzo and shit. Right, right. Which yeah. I love. I find, now I find the comical in a lot. Like I was sort of rewatching The Sopranos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I listen to Paulie Wallace. Like I know, like that guy. Like I don't know him personally, oh, but yeah. I know that guy. Oh, exactly. Yeah. We've seen it. You know, we've seen all these different characters. Yeah. You know, which was like, you know, you know, we're talking about. If everybody doesn't know, we're talking about the show I did. Um, it was called Making of the Bob New York. It was on AMC. It was. Um, it was fucking great. Thanks, brother. Thanks, yeah. man. I guess we shot it. I think it was in 2015. It might have came out in 16. I can't really remember. It's been a few. And years you play Vito Genovese. I play Vito Genovese. So dope, um, man. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. So the show was basically about you know it was about Lucky Luciano. He was he was probably like the, the main character. But yeah. then it just you know it went into Vito. It went into Frank Costello. It went into uh, Maya Lansky and Bugsy Siegel. Yeah. Uh, so those those five characters, which to me was it was great because like we're talking about, we all grew up with Goodfellas, of course, and, you know, the Godfather. But I never really knew too much about the old times. The old times. That's what right? was like. That's what was good about yeah. it. Yeah. And what was good to me because like I was kind of learning the whole story about these guys as I you know from the script and doing some research and everything but uh yeah, that was you know that that that's what I was fascinated with because it was it was something different. You know? Yeah, it was uh, you, know, you know Vito and, and Lucky and uh, you know we, we all hear the names but we I didn't know anything about them. We, we all knew the Genovese family. Right? Of course, that's what, that's you know the five families and you but I didn't know anything about Vito. I didn't right. know anything about him, you know. So me neither. Yeah, so it was cool. It's like I knew a little bit about it, but then it's like 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 you were saying, I thought it was great that. It's like the, the first episode I think it was called The, the Education of Lucky Luciano yes, yes, Or something like that yes. And it just went Way back to when He first got here And, all and it reminded me Of like Once Upon a Time In America Like little kids Running around oh, yeah. Crazy shit yeah, yeah. And it was just crazy How that one man Got here And like just Started to Grew up And started just Taking over yeah, And it's yeah. like All the iconic people That you think of right. If you have any kind of Knowledge of any kind Of old mob stuff It's like yeah, you know, Vito Genovese, you know, and then and it goes up to the Bananos and all right, that stuff right. like that, but just to get that whole story, and it's like, some shit was just so crazy, like, when he's, when Lucky Luciano was locked up, it's like, he had furniture from his own house in his jail cell. Like, dude, I don't know what that, it's the hardest shit ever, it's like, yeah, really, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was so different back then. I mean, so different. I, I'm sure, and like, you know, and I don't know for sure, sure, but I'm sure the show embellished a little bit, you know, maybe it wasn't as like you know it's but it's AMC but yeah what they were trying to say was like like this guy's in jail but it wasn't like jail like how we know but he wasn't right. sitting in a in a cold cell freezing his ass off no. like everybody was on the payroll they took care of him you know yeah, he was like a he was like a movie star in a way. Like Without a doubt, you know? and he, he was you know he was a businessman and and you know yeah yeah so uh, so. Did you have to do, well, not even necessarily have to, besides like learning the script, but did you on your own like go back and start studying all these people? Well, you know, so like, yeah, we, we, we it was like such a long process. Like, you know, so first we, we, I, found, I found out about this uh, from, I had auditioned for this casting director for, for another show by the same producer, and the show was called, uh, not the Metaphor, I can't remember the name of it. 
I know, they did this show, a show, a show called The Men Who Built America. Did you ever hear about that I think one? I did. It was on the History Channel. Right. So they, they did that one. So this, so this company is big with these docudramas. That's all they do. Yeah. It's, like they, it's all docudramas, but they shoot it. It's not like an ID channel show. They shoot it high-end, you know, yeah. you know, million, million dollars of uh, budgets and everything. Yeah. So I had auditioned for another show for them, uh, which I wound up not getting. But when I left, you know, I went in for a callback, and as I was leaving, the casting director said, you know, don't worry, I got something for you in a couple months. You know? All right. So then they called me back in for making it in the mob. I went in for the role of Frank Costello first. Oh, no, sure. That was the first one they called me, because, you know, Frank Costello had blue eyes. It was, you know, right. a, a, more of like, like, looked a little bit like me more than Vito did. Right. So I read for Frank, and then, um, you know, they said, right after I read for Frank, they said, do me a favor, just... You know, read this, read this, you know, the role of uh, Vito, real yeah. quick, you know, cold read, you know. So I did it, then they made me do an improv, and I just like, oh, what was that like? Just like, you know, I mean, uh, listen, you, you, know, t- you turned on the yeah, I, turn, I turned on, you know, I'm, I'm a Brooklyn guy, you know, yeah. so like, you know, we're talking about. You know, this this is like most of the people that are auditioning, they're not even from New York. Yeah, so you're not too far removed. I just threw it on real quick. Of course. Again, because we grew up with it, you know, we we know all about it firsthand. So, you know, I think I pretty much sealed the deal right there. I didn't know it at the time because I wound up getting like five or six callbacks. Like, we had, they kept bringing us back. Really? We had to audition for for the network. They they had to put us on film. Then the director came in. And then, uh, then we didn't hear anything from like, Maybe like two, like maybe two months. We didn't hear anything, so I'm thinking, ah, forget it. I didn't get this thing. Right. Then all of a sudden, like I got the call from the director. We're gonna do one more audition, and we're gonna make our final decisions. And that's when I came in and, and I read. It. And I got a call a few days later. Oh shit! And I booked it. Yeah. So did you uh, celebrate? Yeah. It was just like you know. Again, I'm just like you. I grew up like loving all this, like the, yeah, all this mob stuff. You know, it's fascinating. It's fascinating. It like, not even just for the movies, but from actual people that lived in the neighborhood. Of course. You know, we grew up with the sons of a lot of these guys you the know, sons stuff. the uncles and then there's yeah. always that one kid you know who my uncle is yeah, exactly. everybody, that everybody knew somebody Every, yeah you I'm like know. yeah okay you know everybody knows somebody that's how it is of course. Hey, hey, growing up in Brooklyn of we, course. we all know so we won't mention names but of you know, course not I mean no. I lived in like uh Lucchese's were there and uh, in Columbus like, yeah. you know I mean like I said some some of the uh, the sons and daughters you know I grew up with them with the school with them you know? yeah so um, yeah so like you know to get and, and from just from watching Godfather and Goodfellas just to be able to like to know that you were going to be in something like, that was kind of similar I didn't know I didn't know what network it was. Right. I didn't know how big it was going to be. Right. Just like they gave me, you know, they gave me the script, and then I had to show up. We actually shot it in West Virginia. Right. So, um, you know, like you know, they they gave they, you know we got the part, and then like a week later. You know, literally, we had to go out to West Virginia and start shooting. How long? How long were you out there? Were you able to go back and forth, or you just on? Yeah, staff? I, I went back and forth. Like I drove out there, so I would. We didn't shoot on the weekends. Okay. So my son was just born. He was only about like two, like two and a half, three months. At the oh, time. that yeah. must have been hard. It was man. tough. Yeah. So I tried to come home on the weekends. Some weekends I would stay up there, and it was, yeah. it was about three and a half, four hour drive. You know, yeah. Not too bad. Uh, but just with an infant like that, it's got to be rough. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, my, thank God for my wife. She was, you know, she, yeah. was, she was cool. And, she you know, I missed the baby. Of that course. Was, tough, you know, but, uh, you know, it was like just like a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Absolutely, man. And then, uh, you know, we get there and we uh, we go, now I get to go into the wardrobe department, and now I see how big it is. Again, I, you know, I've, I've been acting for years. Yeah. Um, you know, I did some of those ID channel things. I, I, for all I know, it's going to be another one of those bullshit little things like right. that. I walk in, bro, and it's just like, you know, it, it's real, sets, real. The sets, I thought the casting was awesome. The, yeah. The, 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 
all the fucking costumes, everything was yeah, awesome. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, was, it, was, it was well it was top done. Notch. It was top notch. Like, you know, we walked in the first day, they gave us all these different suits, and, uh, you know, and, and this is before we even got to set. Now, like, you know, and then AMC people came in, and, and there was a rumor that uh, A&E was doing it. Okay. Then when I heard AMC, I was like, oh, AMC, that's pretty big. It's that's pretty like, big, man. You know, Walking Dead. Yeah, of course. And, you know, uh, Breaking Bad and all these different shows. Yep. So we met all the guys from the, from the network. And uh, that was it, you know. We like we had like a few rehearsals, and then you know that Monday we, we started production. On the Fuck yeah! So that's was, awesome, uh, man. It was sick, man. It was sick. Yeah. So what what did what did, what did you do? Because you said you acted before. Did you, like yeah, how did you start? Like how did you start? Like, I started out. Um, let me try to think. Like I started out. As a kid, uh, as a kid, I always wanted. I always wanted to be. Yeah, I always liked it. Like I said, more from like, I got. I can't lie. Sopranos was a big, of course, was man. a big, you know, springboard for me. Like I watched the show, fell in love with it. But even before that, though, uh, Spike Lee shot Jungle Fever okay. in my neighborhood. So sure. I was probably like, man, I was probably like 15, 14, 15 when he shot that movie, and. So, you know, they were shooting right in the neighborhood. So, like, I was just fascinated by, like, yeah. lights and just, like, everything. Like, you know, they would shut blocks down or trucks and everything. So every day I was, on like, like just on set, like, just kind of, like, watching everybody, you know? Yeah. And I just got, you know, you get the fever. Then even with Bronxdale, same thing. Bronxdale yeah. was a few years later. And I remember going down to Neck Road and I watched the scene where they, they blew uh, up the car. They blew up the car, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, I remember seeing De Niro. Oh, you know, De Niro yeah. was directing it. Yeah. Uh, Joey D'Onofrio we were it talking about. I didn't know him at the time. Yeah, you know, uh-huh. uh, you know he was he was in it. Um, Louis Venaria is another guy yeah. who, who actually is in this uh, this new movie that I'm doing. In, in okay. Like Brawler, you know. So yeah, so like just watching watching these like early movies like firsthand and watching watching them being made. Yeah, it just got me hooked. You know, like I said, I, I knew I wanted to do it. I didn't know how I was going to get into it. Right. You know, you, you start slowly. You take headshots. You take a few classes. I took classes at this place in the city called uh, HB Studios. Okay. Uh, it was in the West Village. It's like a well-known place. Uh, is it still there? Yeah, it's still there. All it's right. Still there. A lot of people uh, studied with the same guy, this guy Michael Beckett. Okay. So, um, me and my roommate at the time. Do you know you know Tommy B? I thought, I thought we might have been friends. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so Tom, me and Tommy were roommates at the time, you know? Really? Yeah, we both. I went to high school with Tom. Okay, so we, we both. Shout got, out to Tommy Tommy, Tommy Dupree, what's up? <laughs> yeah, so we, uh, we, That's we, crazy. We were roommates at the time. We were both getting into acting at the same time, so we took, we took classes uh, over at HB Studios together. Really? Uh, small world, small man. Small world, yeah. 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 He's a good guy. So you Brooklyn shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, so now... Uh, you know, so now you get you get your feet wet. You know, I, I did some I did background a couple times, like actually just to see how it was to be on the set. And um, then I was lucky enough to get cast in uh, it was an off Broadway show called Tony and Tina's Wedding, uh, okay. which was you know it was an off Broadway show ran for like probably twenty five years. A lot of people heard of it. You know, it yeah. was uh, it was one of those interactive shows with the audience. You know, so oh really? It was, yeah, it was about a you know it was an Italian American family bride you know bride and groom and. Uh, you know, they get married and a whole bunch of crazy shit goes on throughout the whole thing. You know? so, <laughs> yeah. so that was a good gig for me. That was like a, you know, it was a union gig. It was a, a stage union, which is the equity union. Right. Um, you know, I did that show for 10 years, man. Really? Like, yeah, 10 year, 10 year run for me with that show. Wow. Uh, 
we, we we did like six shows a week. Uh, Jesus Christ! Yeah, so it was a, you know it was a lot of shows, but that was my first introduction into like you know into like professional acting. Yeah, guess, you know. show business. Show business, right? I guess you could call it. Yeah, show business, right. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, you know from there, like you know, I always wanted, like I said, I always wanted to get into the TV and film, and, yeah. and that's where I really started to like. You know, get out there and, and, and you, know, you know, get the resume. And I did like tons and tons of student films. Yeah. And I really worked hard at it. Like, you know, I worked for free for years, you know, just, uh, you know, just to learn. When you work it. Putting your work out. And that's the really only way to, to do this is to do it. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you gotta, you, you gotta, like, a lot of people just think, all right, I'm gonna take classes, I'm gonna get an agent, and that's, and that's how it's oh, gonna work. It doesn't yeah. work. Like There's 9,000 other people, like, oh, God. Probably in New York what? City alone, I can't, 100,000 people. Oh, Probably doing this, you know. Absolutely. So really, you know, the only and to this day, I still do it. Like, you know, you know, if you get a good script, like, you know, the truth of the matter is, like, you know, unless unless you're like an A-list actor, or you know, you're up there, you're not going to get off with like great roles. You're going to get like you're going to get like well, once I joined the union, you know, the roles that are available are like two or three lines, you know, Lord Order or Gotham. I did, you know, lines, you know, but there's no. You know, you're not getting the chance to, to, to for that big meat potato roll. Right. So a lot of times these indie films gives you a chance to, to be a real actor. Well, and, yeah. and, and that's why I still do it to this day, you know. Yeah. Like every, every at least at least once or twice a year I'll do a student film for like NYU or for like you know, school of visual arts because they do good work, these kids. You know? Yeah. And you get to play a real character and you get and and that's how you work on your chops. Yeah. yeah that's fucking awesome. Yeah. So you so how'd you get this band off of how was it like I wasn't like working with fucking Danny Trail. Uh, yeah, so so yeah, so I had uh, met the DP of the movie, um, the, the, the director of photo- uh, director of photography, um, was a fan of uh, making a bomb. So he actually just contacted me, you know, because he he liked the show. He hit you up. He hit, he, yeah, oh, he hit me up. His name is Mark Moritz. Really good guy, camera good cameraman. Um, he had hit me up before they were even doing Bare Knuckle Brawler. He just hit me up just to bullshit. You know, it was a nice guy. He hit me up on Facebook. And, uh, you know, we were talking. And he said, hey, let's meet. You know, we'll go out for uh, grab a beer or something. You know, so I met him out in Jersey. And, uh, you know, we were just shooting shit about the business. And he was he was telling me he's involved in a couple different projects. Um, and he told me about Bare Knuckle Brawler. And he goes, I would love to get you in it. I said, let me talk to the director. And he talked to the director, Joe Wallace, his name is. And he said, um, we met in the city. And that was it. You know, I auditioned for um, a couple different roles. Okay. But then I, I got this role of this, the, the character's name is Rocco. Uh, Rocco Aldatorius. Of course it is. <laughs> That's great. But, you know, what was good about this was so we, we mentioned Danny Trejo like so Danny Trejo is like the main bad guy uh, right I think it's called the Ruja um, crime family or something like okay. that he runs, he runs that so I don't I don't think at first before he signed on I think it was just going to be like a typical like uh, maybe Italian crime family type of thing but as right. soon as he signed on it got changed to like more of like like bikers right. you know yeah. which I thought was great because yeah, now awesome. here's a different type of role now right. you know? it's a, yeah it's different yeah, it's different now. Now. so you yeah. know I mean, I, I played a bad guy a lot, but this was—it was good to be able. You know, I grew a goatee, like, 
let my hair grow longer, you know, you know, I just look like a like a like maniac, an animal. like a maniac. Yeah. yeah. So it was, you know, it was a different type type of role, and then to to, to you know work with direct Danny was was incredible. Yeah, you know? yeah dude. Guys had spoken on, uh, on line about some of his old movies. Blood in, blood out. Oh, yeah, he said he, he spoke to you about heat. About heat. Yeah, he told me about the scene. He, you know, he was first of all one of the nicest guys I ever met. That's why I've always heard that he's really nice. Just just so like down to earth. He came down. He was probably probably on set for like yeah, maybe three or four days. That's it. You know, they, yeah. they brought him down. His son uh, lives in Manhattan or lived in Manhattan at the time. So, uh, yeah, he, I asked him, I said, you know, like, what makes you do an indie film like this? And he's like, you know, I he really like the script. Yeah. And he goes, my son lives in New York. So I come down, I, I, I do this, I hang out with you guys for a few days. I see my son, you know. So yeah. it was like a perfect, uh, you know, perfect thing for him to do. Yeah. But, um, yeah, man, he was just like, just like you know, from watching him in all these movies, like you know, I, you know, I was, I just like he's like a real, real character actor. Oh, without a doubt, bro. He's he's he's, he's iconic, bro. With the tattoos, his face, oh, everything. Yeah, yeah everything. His exactly, exactly. trio. There's nobody like that guy. Nah, definitely. He's like just like as soon, as soon as he comes walking in, he he's like one of those guys. He walks in the room and like everybody, you know, you know yeah, he's there. You, you know, know what I'm he's just has that presence. Yeah, his and head like, was on the on the on a turtle shell, <laughs> fucking Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Crazy. I mean, he's been in like if you look at his IMDb, he's got like hundreds of. Credits. Oh, of course. So you know he works all the time, but uh, but yeah, I think I was telling you like I was taken back how like short he was. It was like it was yeah. like I didn't think he was. Li- I didn't think he was that. Yeah. Still in good shape. You know, he's yeah. a little older now. He's, he's like seventy like, years old. Yeah, he's like seventy. He's about seventy years old. Got to be somewhere like that. But uh, you know, just like just out there, like I said, like when we we had some time on set, you know, just talking about like some of the films that he did. And I, I I had mentioned. Blood and blood out, and he's like, "Yo, you saw you saw that then? Oh, you know, that's that, so great! I was like, that was one of my favorite movies. Yeah, man. And he, you know, he said that was one of one of his first movies. Without that really got him out there. You know, I think you probably know his story. He was like in jail. He was in jail, real like legit and, and, gang shit. Like, yeah. yeah, he was he was legit, man. Yeah, he was legit guy. And he, uh, you know, so I think the best time in, in jail, he would read scripts, and you know, yeah. that's how he, he got involved. The woman, the, the tattoo on his chest was done in jail. Is that what done in prison? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a fucking jail tattoo on yeah, his chest. That's oh, heavy. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So you know, he, he was great, and then he had uh, he had Martin Cole uh, was awesome. in it too from Karate Kid. You know, bro, Sensei John Kreese. Let me tell you. Yeah. Let me tell you. I go to conventions a lot. Right. Right. Horror conventions, the Chiller convention, where it's not all horror. It's whoever. Blah blah blah. But it was one night. It's me and my girl, my daughter. And I think it was like a Sunday And it was the whole convention was coming to an end mm-hmm. And we're about to leave As I'm walking People like wrapping up And you know I look over and I'm like That's fucking Sweep the leg guy <laughs> <laughs> So I'm like You know what There's nobody Like he was about to leave mm-hmm. Like I gotta go meet the guy Right So and for some, Bro I don't fanboy out right, like, right, right. I'm not like that Like right. at all Like Anybody who walked out would be like, oh, shit, that's cool. You know yeah. what I mean? But for some reason, and my girl still laughs at me whenever I bring it up, I walked over to him, and obviously, oh, listen, I'm 44, but I was like 10 when the karate kick came right, right. out. Wow. So, yeah, so yeah. Yeah, I, I always, it's, it's like the typical thing. Jimmy is, you know, he always rooted for the bad guys in the movies, and I always rooted for the bad guys in the movies right, all right. the time. Right, right. So I was always a big fan of John Kreese. Right, right. So I walked over to him, and as I walked out, I was like, nice to meet you, and then I shook his hand, and I started like stuttering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I, and 
I have no idea why. Right, right. Yeah, I have yeah. no idea. Yeah, yeah. My girl was looking at me like, what's happening to you right now? I was like, I don't know what the hell's going on. But he was like the nicest dude ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really he took pictures with my daughter. We took he signed something for my daughter, like this anti-bullying thing or whatever. He signed like a Cobra Kai thing for my daughter for nothing, whatever. Right, right, right. He was like this a sweetheart of a guy. Yeah, he, he was originally from Brooklyn. Was he? Like, like way back. Like, I, I don't know. He probably didn't live there too long, but he was born there. And yeah. um, I had, I, I can't really remember too much, but I ran into somebody when I was shooting the film. Um, I can't remember who it was, but it was somebody that when you knew. When you were shooting Van I was shooting Van Uckabrola. I drive for Uber. That's that's what I do. That's how I pay the bills, you know? Okay. So I was, um, I, I, get, I think it was one of the passengers. And then, you know, I always tell stories as I'm driving. Of course. And the lady happened to know him. And, you know, she's telling me, oh, I know Marty for this, that. Marty. Yeah, that's what she It's did. like Bobby D. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, I, you know, she told me her name. Oh, you know, she could be bullshit before I know. Of course. So when I saw him on set, I brought it up, and he was like, like, you could see, he was like, taken back for it. And she had told me something about, like, a, a letter, like, uh, somebody had written him a letter, and, and, and he knew all about it. Like, you know, you could so see she wasn't like, flapping. No, she wasn't flapping. And, like, you know, you could see he got emotional a little bit because, yeah. we were, you know, it brought him back to when he was a kid. Wow. And then he was he told stories about um, Ebbets Field. Like, he said they used to, like, sneak into Ebbets Field and run around. And, you know, oh, that's so all. They, that's he all. was, like, living in Brooklyn way back in the day. You know? Really? So, yeah. So, yeah, so he had some, some great stories. I'm sure. And we were talking about, uh, you know, just uh, John Appleton was was the uh, was the uh, director. Yeah, and you know, I I used to do graffiti too. So you know, it was that's it was that's J- JA's father. Right, exactly. Right. JA's been coming up a lot lately oh, on yeah. my podcast. So the JD last week. Well, yeah, yeah, I just dropped it on Sunday. Oh, okay. okay yeah. Oh yeah, that was. That was insane. I can't wait to hear that one. It's That's insane. Um, yeah, the guy OJ. Everybody's like, good luck, dude. Like, yeah. Jay will never talk to anybody. No, no, like, yeah, he won't yeah, talk yeah. to nobody. Yeah. Like, it's not happening. Right. But I'm persistent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm persistent, bro. I mean, it's kind of cool that he, he does it. Like, He's like Batman. Way. Yeah, he just like, you know, he did a few interviews. Like, um, yeah, why not? State your name was something that he did. Well, yeah. But that was years ago. Yeah, like, right. now he's not doing none of that. No. He's not doing none of that. First of all, I would have to have somebody that knows him, that knows him, to get in touch with him, and then our schedules have to, like, I'll meet that dude anyway. Right, I'll meet right, him right. under a bridge yeah. somewhere. He's got, he's got, probably got bad stories. <laughs> I can't even fathom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody is, like, yeah, yeah. no matter what, like, this dude is... Even people are wearing graffiti into graffiti know about it. Right, know, and now the dudes that were, like, running with him, like JD, who was yeah, running with him for yeah, years, yeah, yeah, yeah. is, like, that dude doesn't even do it for like you have to know JD JA in order to understand right, because right. people don't get it he's like he doesn't do it for the fame yeah, yeah, because yeah. he had that 25 yeah, years yeah, ago yeah, right, right, right. he does it strictly it's for adrenaline right. yeah, yeah, it's he's an adrenaline junkie yeah, 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 he, yeah, yeah. I mean insane right right so yeah. I mean OJ said it on one of them he said yeah. something like you know, if you had no job and all the money in the world and all the time in the world and your and your goal in life is to do what J what J A did, you, right. you won't even be able to accomplish a quarter of it. Yeah. It's, it's I mean, the it's, work that he put in. With it's that. ridiculous. Yeah. Still yeah. to this day. Yeah. Yeah. Still to this day, I'll I'll be in the city and I'll see a Trump pass by, brand oh, new. Yeah. yeah. And he got into the acting game there for a little bit. He was in know? the Karate yeah, Kid he three. He was in the Karate Kid three. Yeah. Yep. Now, if you go online, you can see there's some audition tapes of, of him. Of course. You know, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, he, he even does some skits, like, you know, uh, yeah. you know if, if people want to go check it out, you, you look it up. You oh, yeah, just, just go it's to so YouTube, much about J.A. Graffiti, J.A. Stegan. Interesting name. guy, man. I never very, met him. I don't, you know, very but, interesting, but, uh, dude. Very, uh... But that's, that was his connection to Martin, you know, Martin Cole. We right, Cole, yes. You know, and, uh, you know, yeah, like, but his father was a big time. He, his father recently passed away, like away, about a year and a half ago yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah. And, you know, he did Rock, the Rocky movies. Uh, you know, did, my favorite franchise ever. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, Martin Cole was cool. And um, so I have this scene with, with uh, in, in the movie, in Bare Knuckle Brawler. Right. And it's, uh, so it's, it's um, thank you. It's uh, what's it called? It's it's uh, Martin, it's Martin Cove. I, can't, I won't give away too much, but it's Martin Cove and this this uh, actress. Her name is De- uh, Deborah Twist. Her name is. Okay, it's been in a bunch of things too. So it's like a torture scene, you know. So he so this, so just to tell about the, uh, a little bit about the movie, you know, it's about this guy uh, Steve Calderon, who's like a, this martial artist, right? Okay, and he. Uh, he comes back into town because his brother was is a cop, and his brother like infiltrated like our our clique of this underground fighting club. Okay. His brother comes in to, to investigate because there's two murders that happened inside the underground fighting club. So, okay. So the uh, the brother comes in, and, and it's actually played by Jesse Cove, who's Martin Cove's uh, real son. Okay. So he plays. He oh, that's plays, awesome. Uh, Joey, his name is. So he so Joey comes in, infiltrates uh, you know our, our little circle, and uh, I find out. My character finds out that that he's a cop. Okay. So now we, you know, we, we find out he's a cop, and uh, my partner in the movies uh, is uh, John Bianco. He was on Sopranos. He played. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, why does that name sound yeah, familiar? He was, uh, it will come to me, but uh, he he had like a, a nice part on Sopranos. Okay. So he. Um, Oh, Gigi! I think mm-hmm. it was Gigi Gaston or something like that. Okay. Yeah. So, 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 so that that was the pecking order. It was like Danny Trejo's character, which is like San, his name is Santo, and then you got John Bianco, and then you got me. I'm like the muscle kind of guy. Okay. So I find out this guy's a cop, and we wind up, you know, we wind up taking care of him. Right. So now. The brother comes back. The, you know, his name is. Uh, the brother comes back and goes to see his father, which is Martin Cove. So Martin Cove is the father of the two of the two sons. Okay. So he he comes in. He says, "I want I'm going to get to the bottom of this." And he you know he comes. In. He's not a cop or anything, but he just comes in and he gets. He's a martial art guy, so he comes in and he catches our eye and winds up getting into uh, you know into the fighting. So that's pretty much what the movie's about. Okay. He comes to avenge his brother's death. Kind of uh, okay. So, um, what was I talking about? That torture scene. Oh, okay. So right. So now, <laughs> it happens to me all the yeah, time. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I right. go off the rails. Yeah, and I forget. Off the rails, I forget what I don't about. even forget my point. I forget my points. So yeah, we went up. Uh, <laughs> you know. So we, we at the end of the movie we we, uh, we kidnapped uh, the guy uh, Steve. And we want him to fight this this guy named Creel, who's like this big fighter, you know. Okay. And we have his father and and the and the father's girlfriend. We have them kidnapped, you know. So the father's Martin Cold and this devil twist. Okay. So I have this scene where like I I torture the shit out of this guy. That's awesome. You're so, torturing John Kreese. Yeah, I'm torturing John Kreese. But I was like, and now so you that's got to be surreal, dude. That's and, like, how'd I get here? Exactly. <laughs> it's now, awesome. now he's sitting there. He's like tied to a chair. Danny Trejo's like in the next room, like. Uh, you know, he, so he's got the, the son in the next room, right? And he brings him out to show 
you know, show them, look, look what we're doing to your uh, to your father. You, you better listen to us, or right. we're gonna kill him. Right. So you know, <laughs> but the, but my whole point of the story was that you know, Martin Cove turns out to be like the coolest guy because I don't give a fuck, bro. This is right. like my opportunity to you know, I'm working with a couple big actors. You know, yeah. I'm like I, I'm going all out. You know, yeah, I'm after. hoping this guy's gonna be cool with it, but you know, I don't give a fuck. I'm I'm gonna yeah. go out and hopefully you know, hopefully he's cool with it. You know? Yeah. And he let me, you know, he just let me do whatever. Like I had him by his face, you know. Yeah. yelling I'll show you a clip you know later yeah but, uh, yeah but just like just to, to be able to you know be comfortable enough with the guy you know this guy that's been you know used to watch as a kid of course and like, everybody knows it even like the Cobra Kai like the whole resurgence of the Karate Kid yeah. it's ridiculous. exactly they were just shooting that at the time too you know? awesome so uh, whatever my whole point of the story was the guy was real cool like you know he could have been like you know like a diva and, and, and yelled at me for being so like Vicious with him, but right. yeah, he was like, "Go for it, kid." Yeah. You know? And then after I after I finished the scene, he actually gave me clapped it up. Nice. So well, he always plays a scumbag. Yeah, right, he's right. always the yeah, asshole. Right. Exactly. From from Rambo. But he was in Rambo First World Part Two. Right, he was right, the right. asshole. Right, right. Yeah. John Kreese. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah all he, the time. Play, he plays the bad guy. He, yeah, he right. plays a great bad guy. But uh, yeah, just to, just to, you know, and, and Treyo came and he gave me a pound after. You know, nice. so, yeah, it was a nice little moment. You yeah, know, because you know we all. Uh, yeah, you work hard in, in this business, so when you get these little opportunities, you gotta make the make the best out Without of it. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so it was it was a great great experience. You know, um, where was that? Was that filmed in New York? We filmed it mostly out in uh, in New Jersey. Okay. Um, yeah, most of my scenes were out, were out in New Jersey. We actually filmed in like this. Uh, it was a, it was like a wrestling gym. They have wrestling matches there, okay. like way out in, in Jersey somewhere, and that's where a lot of the fighting took place in, in, in this ring. You know, so, yeah, which was cool. I was a wrestling fan as a kid, so me too, just bro. to get in the ring and run off the ropes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like the same age. We're pretty much yeah. Same. I'll be 48 in uh, November. Yeah, it's, yeah it's same, 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 basically, so, same, basically, same, same generation. Age. But. Uh, yeah, bro. It was just like um, you know, it, it was good, and I'm you know I'm looking forward forward for it to come out. Now. November fifth, right? Yeah, November fifth. It's gonna drop. Um, you know, from what I was told so far. So that's like be, next week. You're listening to this. That's like next week. Next, yeah. Well, oh no, no. Actually, a month, right? Oh, okay. Well, so, from oh, when, when they, they hear when this, this gotcha. we're on podcast time, oh, that's bro. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but yes, he's right. So yeah, so uh, it will be next week, and. Um, uh, yeah, so it's like on video on demand. It'll be on uh, Amazon. It will okay. be on. Uh, they said Netflix, but it might be Netflix DVD or something. I don't know. I, okay. I, I got to check the. Uh, you know, you could go online. You can look it up and it tells you all the different platforms. Yeah, be on. And the more people, like if people rent it or people watch it on Prime, stuff, the more views it gets. Then it'll probably raise an eyebrow to Netflix, and then they'll put it on Netflix. Exactly. And it's that's, how it that's usually how it works, right? Yeah, like, yeah. If, if they see. I mean, I'm guessing. It. I mean, I'm guessing that's how it works. Right, right. I mean, uh, shit's so much different because, like I was just saying before we even recorded, it's like right. it's got to be like a blockbuster friggin' movie. For it to be a worldwide friggin' theatrical release oh, nowadays, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's like yeah, yeah. you know, it's got to be like the Avengers, yeah, some exactly, shit, you know, exactly. some kids movie. We've been making up the Marvel. What's great about that was, um, so you know, it ran, it ran here, you know, it ran on AMC, right? And then after it went on AMC, um, you know, you could get it on demand and all those on cable. I watched it on Prime. Um, I got, then it went on Prime. I got wrapped up. I was late to the game, dude. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know what was going on in my life or whatever. But right, then, right. But then not too long ago, I'm like, 
yeah, 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 check this check out. Check this one out. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm watching. I'm like, yeah, because it was a completely different take. Yes, yes. You know, than the typical. You know, it's you know, like we said before, it's like it's the old school shit, like the be- the making of the mob. Right, well, right, right. You know how, this, it, how it came to fruition. Right. right. Yes. It's super interesting, and I was like, wow, like. I don't know why it, it, I, it flew under the radar for me. I have no idea right, why. Right, 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 But then I got wrapped up. I'm like, this is fucking so well done. And it's, you know, I mean, as as an actor, obviously, you, you know, you want, you would love to do like a boardwalk empire, like a complete, like, you of know, course. scripted series, you right. know, which this was, you know, part doc- documentary, part scripted. Right. Um, but I think for an audience... It was it was good. It was different. You know, because it was. Like, and, and it wasn't like I said. It was they let the scenes play out a little bit? Like they did. Everybody I talked to, like because it was an eight episode series, you kind of got to know the characters a little you bit. You did. And by the end of the, the show, you kind of you, you know you liked Lucky. You know you kind of like you know everybody had their little favorite and who they liked. Obviously, Vito was the villain of the villain. Yeah, right? you were the you heel, know, bro. Yeah, made, yeah, I was the heel in the, of in the show. So everybody, you know. Which was great, though. Yeah, I mean, I loved it. I mean, you know, just just like you know, the fact that people like did get attached to the characters, it made it more legit for me. Like it wasn't just a documentary. It was you know, it was people really did get involved with the characters, and um, that's what I was going to say. It wanted, it, you know, so then it goes to like Netflix overseas in Europe. So then it has like this whole second life now, like because uh, just recently it got it got released like you know in the UK, Australia, you know China. Like, I, I, I get That's I get hit up from people from all over the world, like Pakistan, really? you know, like like people from all over the world have seen this, and just it's been more over the last like year or so that it, it must have got yeah. released over there. So we're getting this whole second wave. That's great of people watching it again, you know. So yeah, that that makes it you know like special too. It's I haven't watched much. Chicago yet, but I'm I'm biased though. It's New York. I yeah, yeah. I, I watched some of the Chicago. You know, the guy who played uh, Al Capone was great. Yeah, you know, he's an Australian guy. So if you ever check it out, oh, I mean, really? you never know it. Like you know. He's, to me, those are the best actors. Like, you know, Dude, this, like, this guy is from Australia, bro. You think he's from the Bronx? It's like, you know I mean? yeah, it's like, did you, like, you ever listen to fucking Gary Oldman talk like in an interview? Right, right. It's right. like what? Yeah, yeah, exactly. What? And then the, the the lead guy from like the fucking like the Walking Dead? Yeah, 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 exactly. It's yeah. like really? Yeah. It, the, the, that's it. those are the really the, the guys from from overseas are the best. And, and this this guy uh, Michael, uh, I can't remember his last name, somebody K. Um, you know, he's he's from Australia. I watched him. And he was brilliant. You know, he yeah. was great. You know, I, I gotta watch. watch it. I'll definitely watch it. But um, yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm biased to the New York one. Of course, yeah. and we know more about the New York. Of course, we, like we were saying, we grew right. up like we around a lot of it. There's yeah, so. that six degrees of separation. Even like you know, Carlo Gambino's in, in the New York one. You know, I mean, that's, that's which you know, is right crazy. The neighborhood where we are right now. You yeah, know? I mean. Uh, you know, so uh, you know, so so yeah, so the so, yeah, just like the second life of it was great. Yeah, and uh, the guy who played the Luciano was he was from Howard Beach. I don't know, Rich Graff. Rich Graff. Yeah, he yeah. was like I, he, I think he was from Howard Beach. You know? Yeah. Um, you know. Yeah, I read a, I read an interview uh, with him, and he was stating that you know. There was friends of his that were, you know, involved. Yes, and, and yeah, yeah, of, yeah, of course. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And it's like same here. It's like I lived in Howard Beach. Like I, you know. Uh, four blocks away is John Gotti's right, house. Right, right. You know, I lived right. literally. I lived on 79th between 160th and 161st. John Gotti was 85th between the same two avenues. He's right there, yeah. He's two houses off the corner. Right, right. Yeah. Like I knew where he lived. Yeah, Everybody yeah. knew Everybody where he lives. Right, of course. Exactly. I think that's he knew some of the sons he said. Yeah. Yes, without a doubt. So what made it great was this is probably um, he uh, well he was the first guy I met 
in the hotel when we checked in. Rich Graff. Rich Graff, right. Who played Lucky Luciano. Lucky Luciano. To clear it up for you people listening. <laughs> and um, we didn't hit it off at first. Oh, no? Yeah, which was funny because we were like, in the show, we were like, you know, enemies, like, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. We it was just like, I don't know why we didn't hit it off at, at first, you know? And, and then as the, you know, as the show went on we, we got we got a lot closer and yeah. then at the end he was like oh, when I first met you I thought you were a prick and I was like yeah me too yeah <laughs> and then you know uh, we uh, but we had a, you know it, which was kind of good because we had a lot of like you know confrontation in, in the yeah in the so, so some of that might have been a little real maybe it was I mean we all really like I said we all got into character and went for it yeah you know, because again this was like a big thing for a lot of us of know, course to, to, to be put in a situation on these big sets and green screens and the whole nine it was just like you yeah. know you know you really had to, we went for it you know when we really got into character you know I mean like they would call me, they called me Vito the whole time like I was yeah. Vito, like I tell my girl I'm like yeah, yeah I'm like yeah you have to work and go to and she's like his name isn't Vito I'm like I'm gonna go talk to Vito Genovese <laughs> His name isn't Vito, Jim. Okay, so you, you say Vito Genovese. This is another funny story I'll tell you. So we're on set, and the, the director, they're all saying Genovese, which is probably the, the right way of I hate, saying it. The, right? the, the older guy who's doing the commentary within the making of the mob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He aggravated Selman, me. Selman Rob or something like yeah. that. One of those Vito people. Genovese. Yeah, I'm like, stop it. See, we, I said, so I, I went up to the director and I said, I'm sure it was Genovese in Italy, mm-hmm. but to this, no, nobody in Brooklyn says the Genovese family. No, the Genovese family. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know if it's just a New York thing or whatever. Right. But so I, I, I made the executive decision to say, call him Genovese, you know. And then yeah. you know Ray Liotta, who does the voiceover, oh, he said awesome. Genovese the whole time too. Yeah. You know? So. Um, you know, but that was, I remember that was like a, a little controversy, like the first couple of days on set. That's you know? Genovese. What, yeah, we go by Genovese. It's the Genovese family. Yeah, that's what we said. It's like, right? come on, man. It's like French people. Like, you know, you say croissant. Genovese. We don't say that shit. Yeah. It's a fucking croissant. Yeah, right, right. So we, we, we don't say it how it's supposed to be over there. You're yeah. in New York now. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so this was great. But, so the producer, um, Stephen David was the, was the name of the producer. He, so the first day we're on set, uh, you know, so they're, they're just, as they're shooting it, like, we're all mic'd. Like even if we're not like on camera, they have us all mic'd up. Oh, really? Yeah, because they, they they did a lot of like uh, like crane shots and like a lot of wide angle shots. So you never knew if, if you were on camera or not. So you know, it was a lot of improv. Like um, you know, like let's say there's a big table scene going on, and, and uh, you know, me and Frank Costello were over here. You know, so me and Frank Costello, this guy Anthony uh, DiCarlo, who's a great good friend of mine now. Yeah. Um, yeah, me and him stay tight. You know, oh, that's he's a cool. Good, good guy. And so we're off on the side, and he's another New Yorker, you know. So we're we're uh, you know we're doing like this little improv shit, and and the producer comes up to us after, and he goes, "Come here." He brings us over to the sound department. He goes, "I want," he goes, "I want these two guys mic'd all the time. Just mic them and okay, after because we were coming up with like some some good stuff that you can't write. You yeah, know you know can't. I mean? Yeah, like you know a lot of the dialogue, some of the dialogue that they wind up using is like just me like you know riffing going on yeah. mic, you know. Like there's a situation. That one scene with me and Costello come out. I don't know if you remember. And we come out and we're in like this alleyway, and we're like, you know, I, I tell him I'll put two in your head or something. Yeah, like that, yeah, you know? yeah, I'm shaking. Yeah, 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 yeah I'm shaking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was just all us just going off the cuff, you know. That's you know great. I mean? And like, you know, that's where you're going to get your best stuff. Of course, without a doubt. You know, again, like so th- this guy right away, he said he knew that. A guy like me probably knew more about this shit than he did. You right. know what I'm saying? So, yeah. and and if, if, you know, I know from watching it, but you, this this parts of the 
of the of the show where my voice will be used in like different scenes that you know they'll throw like the voice in the background, you know, right? And, like, and, I, and you learn about that. Like this is all in editing. Like yeah. I never knew they did that. They would they could take a piece that's like from a different scene and they could throw like that little voice in there, yeah. just to make it more real. It's you know? crazy. So uh, yeah, so there's a lot of like cool little little things yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was sick, man. Uh, so so are you like are you, out of all the main guys, right. like uh, who do you do you still keep in contact yeah, so with? I stay, so I, I'm I'm in contact with uh, with like I said the guy from Frank Costello. His name is Anthony DiCarlo. Um, yeah, we stay in touch. We hang out every once in a while. We'll okay. go out. Um, he was like he was out in L.A. for a little bit, but now he's he's back in New York. We actually went to L.A. Uh, right when the sh- right. Right before the last episode aired, we did a radio interview out there. So we went out there together. Oh, and nice. We, you know, went out, you know, bounced around town and stuff yeah. like that. So, so yeah, yeah, we stayed tight. Uh, I still talked to the girl that played uh, Anna Genovese. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah okay. she, her name is. Yeah, she's from Germany. She's oh, another no one that I can yeah. from Germany. So, uh, we still talk. Um, yeah, I talked to Rich on social media. Yeah. Uh, the guy who played Bugsy Siegel. Um, He's out in California now. Uh, Jonathan Stewart sent a couple of kids. Yeah. Um, and then Ian played uh, Mario Lansky. Right. Um, yeah, same thing on social media. We'll talk every once in a while. We try to, you know, yeah, have a get together. But yeah, I mean, like, like that was like one of the best things about the about the show was that, like, we all came in and it was just a big opportunity for all of us. And nobody knew anybody. Nobody from knew before. anybody. Yeah. We saw each other at the at the auditions. Like, I remember going to the auditions and. This is funny too. So we go into the auditions, and you know, you see. All this these, is the shit that I like to hear. Like, yeah, well, this is the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. Like I said, we, we, you know, I, I really auditioned uh, about five times for this thing. Right. right. So you go in, you going in, and I see, all, I'm seeing all these actors. One guy's handsomer than the other, and I come walking in. I'm just like, you know, I was a little heavier at the time. This big, I got my hair slicked back. I got like this big overcoat on. Uh-huh. This big fucking brute, you know, with this <laughs> accent, you know. And uh, I'm like. I ain't getting this. You know, it's going to be a typical pretty boy fest. You know? Right. So you would see people, you know, and, and you know, and you know. So I did see a lot of them. I never saw Rich. I saw the guy Anthony. I saw the guy who played Bugsy Siegel. I saw him at, at the at the uh, auditions, and then a couple other guys that were reading. Everybody was kind of reading for like the main roles. For and Lucky. They didn't get yeah for Lucky for you know for Vito. Another one of my friends, this guy Noah Forrest, his name was. He played uh, he played Carlo Gambino. We were both up for uh, for Genevieve. Right. So um, I remember, like, we both were like dwindling down, and I remember saying, "I hope if you don't get it, I hope you know. If I don't get it, I hope you get it, vice versa." Sure. And he said to me, he "Goes, don't worry. Because if we get in this far, they might put us in a, in, a, in, a, in a different role, you know." Yeah. So he wound up getting Gambino, uh, Carlo Gambino. So we had a couple of scenes together. Yeah. So it was it was cool to work with him. But uh, yeah, but anyhow, like you know, you just you never know. You like you you there and and you know. You know, your, your confidence, your confidence is up one day, and then all of a sudden it goes back down because you see this guy walking. You never know. Yeah. You never know what they're looking for. You know. Right. And uh, you know, like I said, when I when I when I finally got the set is when the guy from AMC came over. He goes, "You were the first one we cast." Like you know, oh, we, we knew right away that you were our veto. You know, the, um, Rich didn't get lucky. Uh, I think he they cast him like like three days before we shot. Like that's how really? long it took for them to find. Like they couldn't find the lucky. They kept putting the breakdown out there from. from 
for actors to come yeah. in. And, and then it, they 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 um, they gave he has blue eyes and they gave him contacts and they dyed his hair in a, in a screen test. Wow. And then he boom, just like that, he he, he yeah, looked a lot more like the part with the hair. Yeah. And the he has like kind of curly hair, so like yeah. every day, like you know, in the wardrobe, they would have to like you know do his hair, like yeah. take a while to do it, and they put the contacts on. But then he really became the character. He didn't smoke. That was another thing if you watch like with, yeah. with smoking like. Yeah, you know, nonstop. I got cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he doesn't. He, he's not. I, I used to smoke, so right. for me it wasn't a bad thing. But um, he wasn't a smoker, and he was smoking these Lucky Strike no filters. And yeah. Shit, you know, uh, yeah. 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 I think he did a good job. He did do a good job. I think, I think all you guys killed it. Yeah. I thought it was a great series, bro. Yeah, yeah. And I think you know, all in all, I, you know, I was really happy with it. You know, what I mean, yeah. you know, most people it's, it's, have like there's a lot of positive you know feedback from it. Yeah. You know? Like I said, of course you're gonna they, they, they got a few things wrong. Um, Listen, yeah, it's, but that it always happens. It always happens with anything. Yeah, right, right. And then of course you're gonna have a couple of people that are always talk shit. Everybody's gonna talk shit. You know? You're not gonna make everybody happy. Listen, I thought it was awesome. Like once I first saw it, I like I probably I was just like, yo, if you like this is before I even hit you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yo, if anyone's... I was like, I know I'm late to the game with this, mm-hmm. and I have no idea why. Mm-hmm. But you guys need to watch Making It a Mob New York. I got wrapped up. Like, big time. Yeah, yeah It's like yeah. every night. I'm like, yeah. right, episode two, episode two, and I'd fall asleep, like, because I'm mad late at night. I'm yeah, like, yeah, right, yeah. We got, I got to start it from the beginning. Yeah, right, right, go right. Again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was awesome. Dude. Yeah, no, nah, I mean, I, I thought it was really well done, and, uh, you know... I mean, uh, it was a good springboard too. For like, yeah. you know, we all we all came when we got when we finished it. We all got like signed to like a pretty big agency at the time. Three of us in the show, you know. So um, it definitely helped with that. You know? Yeah, that's, and that's how it works. That's how the business works. That's why they always say like, you know, you got to get your break. You know, so that was a nice little starting break for all of us. Yeah. Now it's hard now to, to maintain it. It's tough. of course it's just the business. And yeah. We, you know, we know a lot of the, the actors here from Brooklyn that did some of these movies back in the day. Yeah. And they're struggling just like everybody. Absolutely. We talk about the Sopranos, right? You know, it's like some of these guys. Think about the Sopranos. It's probably been off the air for what? Almost like it's. It it ended. It ended in '07. Okay, so, so like twelve it, years. Right, so it's. I mean, some of those guys haven't really done much since then. These Holy Walnuts isn't in anything else. Yeah, you know. I mean, all those guys. I mean, some of them. Some of them work. They do a lot of indie films. They do a lot of. Uh, they do a lot of Vincent uh, Pastore does a couple things yeah, here and there he's in a new Wu-Tang did you hear about the new Wu-Tang show they got a new show it's called an American Saga I heard of it I didn't see it but I yeah. saw of Mike's and Men okay did you see it no I didn't it's see it it's a four part series on HBO no oh no I haven't seen it yet yeah, it, got was, me, it got me all wrapped up yeah. all over again because yeah, yeah. that's the soundtrack of my friggin' yeah, teens exactly. man exactly oh my god so that's awesome that that just came up because yeah. I do. you might see on my Facebook page or whatever but I do this thing. It's called. Um, it's from. It's Danny Boy from House of Pain started. Okay. Um, it's called the Delta Bravo Urban Exploration Team. Mm-hmm. Danny Boy DB Delta Bravo. Okay. So, what we do is, there's people all over the place from San Francisco to Philly to me. I'm like the New York City quote unquote New York City guy. I guess okay. there's a bunch of us though. Okay. In New York, and. But no matter what you're into, like, you go to a place, it's, it's just for fun. Like, I'll show you my phone. But you might see them on Facebook and shit. But, like, you go to a spot where 
like a movie was shot. Like off of Smith and Ninth Street, there's the De Niro scene where he tries to yes. tell Karen to go, yeah, no, 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 yeah, 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 a little further yeah, 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 in. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, Jimmy, the kids are home. My mother's home alone with the kids. I gotta go. Yeah, right. That's right on Smith, Smith and Ninth over right, there. Right, right. Yeah, over there. Yeah. yeah. So like, I I found the exact location, uh, and I'll take a picture and I take the screenshot to saw some of that from the movie, yeah. and I line it up exactly yeah. right. So so I do all that stuff. Like sometimes my girl comes with me, and mm-hmm. so we do all these things no matter where we go like I'll look at shit and I'll be like alright well where they film that where they film? and I'll go to these spots and that. a lot of people don't realize what was shot in their own neighborhood or, yeah. or not even that even like true crime scenes like yeah. I park my truck all the time right where David Berkowitz committed his last yeah, murder that's, that's right right you know yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. my girl will be like so where'd you park I'll be like oh son of Sam and yeah, she'll know exactly yeah, yeah, where yeah, I yeah, park right? yeah. Yeah, yeah. so like I do all these stuff so, when I like I go into like my mother's in Greenwood Cemetery. Right? right, right. So it's like Albert Anastasia is buried there. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I gotta find this tombstone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So I go there and I take a picture of Albert Anastasia's yeah, tombstone. Yeah, that's great. You know what I mean? There's like Crazy Joe Gallo who was killed in Alberto's clan house. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. So now I saw Googling because of you and you goddamn making it a mom <laughs> show. I get all wrapped up all right. over again, and now I'm starting to Google. I'm like, all right. Lucky Luciano gravesite. Mm-hmm. And dude, St. John Cemetery. Well, yeah, right? It should just be called like La Cosa Nostra yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking cemetery. Got Vito's there. Vito's there. I took a picture of Lucky, v- right? Vito. Lucky, Lucky. It's so typical. Yeah. Because Lucky Luciano has like prime real estate. Does he have like one of those houses? It's, it's a new it's a mausoleum. Right, right. And it's on the corner. And there's nothing around them. It's just Lucania. Right, Boom, right there. Right. I'm just like, look, yeah, at it's so that's typical. So sick, right? Because he's because he's in there. That's his remains are still there. He's, right? Bro, I'm looking in the yeah. in the window, and you see like you see his name, like because he was born Salvatore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, Salvatore right. Lucania. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So it's Salvatore Lucania, Salvatore, and then Salvatore Charles Lucky Luciano, Lucania, yeah, the yeah, Luciano. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it says Salvatore Lucania. Right, right, right. On this thing, I'm, I'm just saying, like, yeah, yeah. And you could get like you could walk right up to it. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm looking at, I'm like, he's really in there. Like Vito, it's so sick. Vito's is kind of like mod, uh, like modest, right? Yeah, Vito's yeah. has like a tombstone, yeah. and and it, it, you see like the top of the vault. Oh, and it yeah, says family. Yeah. It says Genevieve's family yeah, vault yeah. with a big tombstone. But like, yeah, like Joe Profacci's in there. There's yeah, so yeah, many. Yeah. And then everybody from the show. <laughs> everyone from the show. And Joe Maz- Mazaria is in. Um, uh, what's the what is it? Calvary Cemetery. Oh yeah. Oh that yeah. That's a great cemetery. That yeah. One. I always he has that. a mausoleum I, I, I too. I would love to go there. That's the one they shot. The Godfather was in there, right? That's Calvary. Off yes. the BQE, right? You talking yep. about? Yeah. yeah. But it's crazy. I didn't realize that Calvary was that big. There's four sections to it. Mm-hmm. So now I have a map. I'm driving around looking for mobsters. Yeah. <laughs> I do it all the time. It's like for kicks, bro. It's nuts. And the same thing. I watched that four part thing about the Wu Tang Clan. Right, right. Next thing you know, bro, I'm walking around the Stapleton projects, taking. Picture of the taking pictures of yeah. the Riz's project. That's great, man. That's well, great. go all over the place. Yeah, that's doing awesome. This shit. I, I actually saw it on your Facebook. You had a couple like of the houses. Yeah. That you know, because everybody I knows did. certain houses, but right. you had some good ones. Like I did. Neil, 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 Neil Dirty Bastard. Neil. Oh, 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 yeah. Neil Delacroix. Yeah, that was a good one. Like nobody would know that one. Like right. everybody knows the one in Staten Island, the White House. You know? The White House. But you had the other. Uh, I had Paul Castellano's house before the was White that House. Ocean Parkway. That's that's yeah. That's no Ocean Parkway's called Gambino. Oh. Oh, okay, right, I took right, a picture right. of Gambino's yeah, house yeah, too, yeah, yeah. and Gambino. I'll say, the, 
also in St. John's, right. when you go into the, the big building, right. that's where John Gotti is. Uh, okay, that's yeah, where yeah. Neil De La Croce is. Mm. That's where Carlo Gambino is. Yeah, yeah. So there's like Gambino is in, it's insane, dude. He's like on the third floor and it's all more, there's a gate to go get and it's locked. And you look in and it's his whole family and everything's marble. He's in there. But I had to do it, bro. There's no cameras. I hopped it, and I had to take the. I had to. Take, I didn't want the angled picture of, yeah, his, yeah, of, yeah. of his where yeah, he's yeah. in the wall. I had yeah. to get it even. Square, yeah, yeah, I had yeah, to get yeah. it squared up. Nice. Yeah, bro. Yeah, but Neil De La Croce is in there, and it's. it's, it's I just recently watched something about John Gotti again yeah. too. And I'm just like, it's just crazy. Yeah, yeah. But I took a picture, and it's, it's him and his, his little son Frank, right, right, who died right. years ago, got right. by a car, right. Yes, yeah, but yeah, um, yeah, yeah, which yeah. was nuts. But no, yeah, 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 but there's a few. Um, there's a few that we can't find. Like I know the section in the cemetery, like Salvatore Maranzano. He's in that one too. He's in. Where is he? He's in St. John's. Uh-huh. But like you can find certain exactly where they are, right. but for him it just says like section twenty five, uh, and section twenty five is like five acres. Right, right. So, so you're walking up yeah, and down, yeah. and like I know what it looks like. Right, right. So right. I'm trying to find it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's great though, right? That we can still do things like I that. I do things like that all the time. In a city that's changed so much, it's with kids, right? There's still a lot of history. Like There's that. so much you know history, I mean? and like you could feel the history, just like you said. You're walking around the graveyard. You you pass somebody's house like that. Yeah. You like it's it's amazing. I I, do, I, I find I it super interesting. Yeah, no, super no interesting. Like no like I did a, like an episode. This guy Sebastian, who's a who's a singer for this crazy hardcore band, okay. right? But I did it in Bushwick with him, right? And right after that, like the same day, I went to do another one. He was like, "Oh, so what are you gonna do?" When the, yeah, I had like a two hour, I had like a two hour window. I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna." He was like recommending like pizzerias and stuff for me. I'm like, oh, that's cool, but I'm gonna go over like three blocks from that from here because. The, the storage space on the corner of whatever used to be where they filmed Carlito's way and that was uh, Carlito Brigante's nightclub yeah 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 so is he, that up in, that's in Bushwick oh it's in he, Bushwick yeah it's in Bushwick yeah I have the address in my yeah, phone he's yeah, like yeah. really I'm like yeah oh, I was so, thinking that was in Harlem somewhere yeah, no yeah, so yeah. when I did it I tagged him and he's like yo I had no idea so that's yeah. like one of the reasons why I do it people yeah, have no idea yeah, yeah, yeah. and then what I did was you know the, the famous picture of uh Call my Galante. Yes, with yeah, the cigar. Yeah, cigar, cigar, cigar. Yeah, yeah, still, yeah. So now I found where that is. That was yeah. Joe, Joe, and, Joe and Joe and Maria's Italian restaurant, which is also in Bushwick. It's on Knickerbocker Avenue, two twenty-five okay. Knickerbocker, I think. Okay. And it, there's a grate. It's closed down. Right, right. So the guy who owns it still owns the building, but it's not a restaurant. He uses right. it for storage. Right, right. So there I go. I go there. I park. Right. And I see like people, and I'm like. They, they look at me like I'm crazy. Right. I'm like, listen, I have a weird question. I, well, I was like, how can I get to the roof? I was like, I need to get to the roof. And they're like, I don't know, maybe you can go into like the dry cleaning place yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I go in there, no luck. Right. So now I notice that there's a business and then there's a door where there's apartments that go, you know, you go upstairs and there's like three floors of apartments. Right. So me, like a creep, I wait for somebody like to walk out. Right. And I put my foot in the door and I go up like the three staircases <laughs> and there's the rickety metal ladder with the hatch. Oh, that's good. So I, so, and now I'm, I'm standing, I walk one roof over and I'm standing over and I'm taking pictures pictures of the backyard so I took the actual picture it's perfect so people are like yo man like that's the exact same spot I I never knew 
know where that was. I, oh, I'll show you. When I we thought are. it was Mulberry Street or something like. No, that. Oh, there's a, there. bro. Yeah. I, there's nine thousand spots in Mulberry Street from the Ravenite oh, yeah, to this yeah, to that yeah. from the Mean Streets. To, right, I mean, right. there's so much. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's so great. much. That, that's a, that's a that's a good idea. You know, like it's like a hobby. It, you know, if if. How about even like uh, The Godfather, right? There's a lot of... Uh, I did The Godfather House. It's in Staten Island. Yeah, that one I know of. But yeah. like, I think where... You know, just from watching it, uh, where... Um, what was his name again? Um, shit. Uh, I can't remember the character's name. The guy who's cooking the sauce. Uh, from The Godfather? Yeah. Uh, the heavy set guy. Um, it was Don Corleone's like underboss. So he where he lives where? He uh, yeah, I can't remember the character's name, but uh, yeah, but like they, the scene, like when he comes out of his house and he gets into the car, it looks like it's right over like off Ocean Parkway over there. Like, oh you know, yeah, yeah. You could, like, and I think I googled it one time, and it's like right. It probably yeah. Is. Someone was like, and so I told you I did the show Tony and Tina's wedding, right? Yes. We did it. We shot it. Oh, we shot it. We uh, we used to be uh, in a church, and then the, the, the whole audience would walk to this uh, to where the catering hall was. And right. Catering hall was in the the Hotel Edison. And okay. that's where they shot a lot of the Godfather, the part where, uh, you know, where they Luca strike, Brasi. Yeah, the Luca Brasi thing, and they come walking. So even in this little hallway, that if you walk into this, it's still there to this day, if you walk into the Edison Hotel, uh, it's on 46th and Broadway, you should check it out. Oh, uh, definitely. I work, the on, I, work out, I work over there. On the scene. So it's like this marble floor, and it's, it's the whole scene from like the whole Salazzo, uh, not Salazzo, yeah, when Salazzo chokes uh, Luca Brasi. Luca Brasi, yeah. Uh, with Danny Aiello, actually, right? He chokes him in there. Yes. So, um, yeah, so that that's right out of, that's right from the Godfather. That's one really? of the spot you can check out. You know? I tried to go in, but they're under renovation. I tried to go to the Waldorf Astoria. Right, right. Compl- under complete renovation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was like, this was like last week. I right. walk over there on like my lunch break, or right when I was about to come home. And it's all under construction. Like, so I walk into the security thing, and I'm like, listen, I'm like, I don't care if it still exists or not. Right. I need to go up to thirty to the 39th floor. <laughs> They're like, there's nothing up there anymore. Yeah. I was like, that doesn't matter to me. Right. I need to go up there with somebody so he could show me where 39C used to be. And he's right. like, why? I'm like, I'm like, Lucky Luciano used to live there. Right. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, but there's no room there. I was like, I don't care. I just want to know where it was. Right, and I'll right. do whatever I yeah, have yeah, to yeah, do yeah, 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 in yeah. order to let everybody yeah. know the location of yeah. where it used to be. Yeah. People look at me like I'm crazy, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How about the uh, my neighborhood, old neighborhood, the Gemini Lounge? Do you remember I that? I did that. You do that once at church now. It's yeah, like a, it's nuts. It's like the Lutheran I, something church yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I did. Yeah, it's yeah. on Troy Avenue. Yeah, yeah. Flatland. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I recently did that. That's Roy DeMeo. Yeah, That's Roy. another one. Roy DeMeo is buried in. in He's in St. John. In St. John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know the actual location, but I know that there's a... I know, like, there's certain landmarks around it, so next time I go there, I gotta look for certain landmarks because I need to see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only person that the Iceman was scared of. That's right. Yeah. Sick. I had the Iceman's house address, too. It was in Jersey. Yeah, Yeah, That was a good book. No, not Kaczynski. Kuklinski. right. Kaczynski is the Uniball. That's right, yeah. Yeah, I think it was... Yeah, because he had a book, and then they based that movie off the book a little yeah, bit. Yeah, uh, the Ice Man. Yeah, Ray Liotta was in it, and uh, yeah, it was a yeah, he was kind of sick, sick bastard. <laughs> yeah, but Roy DeMeo. So I have to go in. I need to go into the. 
the former Gemini Lounge, I have to pretend like I'm a church goer. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. because I want to go in the back yeah. where there's the hallways with the stairs, yeah, right, right. where like hundreds of people. And upstairs, supposedly. Yeah. Did you ever read this uh, book, Murder Machine? No, I heard yeah, all about. You should read that. That'd I have. Great book. They've been talking about that for years, but uh, Oof. that would be a great one. But yeah, supposedly upstairs is where they did a lot. Like uh, they called this guy Dracula or something. Like yeah, that. dude. And they would hang him in there. And they would, let they would bleed they out. They would bleed out and yeah. chop him up. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, like we were saying, like, like I lived, really, we used to play yeah. right outside of that place. Like, Absolutely, didn't know what the hell was going on? Yeah, like, it's sick. Now that you're old, I lived in Canarsie, which is like a neighborhood uh, over. Uh, yeah, yeah. While that uh, was happening, uh, Canarsie was big time. You know, uh, yeah. you know, all the guys from over there. Like I said, my neighborhood had a couple of big guys. You know, uh, yeah. But just like, to, just to now you read books about it now, and like you remember when you were a kid. You know, yeah. just like. This is real. This was real. That went on, and you know, I was like, right, you know, yeah, yeah, like the whole Paul Costello. Speaking of all that stuff, you played Sammy the Bull. Yeah, that was another one I did. Uh, (laughs) That was uh, that was called Kingpin. So I got that one. From, that was uh, from the from the History Channel. That right? was History Channel. Okay. Yeah, so it was a, it was another type of like making up the mob thing, it, right. except it was um, it was four different episodes. Um, it was uh, it was John Gotti. It was um, uh, what's his name? El Chapo. It Sick. was uh, what's the other? The Pablo Escobar. Right. And uh, Whitey Whitey Bulger. So it was, nice. it was it was four different episodes, like two hour episodes of each. You know. We shot it in fucking Colombia in South America, Bogota. Really? Yeah, that's where we shot that. Uh, because they were doing they were doing a, you know, the, the Colombian ones, you know. So they yeah. had El Chapo and the uh, and um, what did I just say? Uh, Pablo Escobar. Pablo Escobar. So the producer, one of the, the producers, like was from over there. So I think that's why they shot it over there. Plus, they wanted to make it look realistic for uh, you know the other ones. For the other ones. Yeah. But meanwhile, in the city. Of Bogota, it's like a city area. It looks like Manhattan in the '80s, like more than Manhattan does now. Really? So there's a little area, uh, you know, in the streets. You know, at yeah. night you can't tell. You yeah, know, there's all tell. storefronts, gates, sure. and shit. You know, so it kind of reminded me of um, like down in the in the uh, garment area, garment district okay. in the city. That's kind of what the area looked like. You know. So yeah, so we went out. Well, there. I would have thought. I would never would have thought that. Yeah, I mean, it was crazy just to go. Yeah. You know, so I got that because one of the the. The director actually was like involved in making it the Bob, like you know, um, with the company. He was involved with the producer, you know. So right. he remembered me from from making it the Bob. So they brought, actually brought me to be for for Whitey Bulger at first, which I thought was cool because yeah. again, it's different. You get to work with a boss of acts, and even I looked not the Mike guy, so I kind of knew I had no shot. Right. So when I went in, I knew they were doing the Gotti episode. I said to the casting director, I said, do you mind if I read for, for, for Sammy the Blow? She was like, yeah, well, you know, why not? You know, you're in here, you might as well do it. You know? Yeah. And, you know, because I, you know, I, I could, I look more like, you know, him than Beatle, you know, I mean, Sammy right. was like kind of Irish looking a little yeah. bit, you know, he had right eyes. Italian, yeah, yeah, right eyes, you know, slipped back hair, you know, so, you know, I, and I'm short, stocky like right. him, you know, so, uh, uh, yeah, so I read for that, and then I went to book in that one too. You know, so awesome. Uh, so yeah, so we did. That was the John Gotti story. Um, you know, it was it was it was only one episode, and it wasn't as character driven. It was a lot more narration. Sure, know, but it, was, it was a good experience. And they, you know, the Gotti story's been done millions of times. Of course, you know, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, I got to shoot somebody. You know, it was you know, it was yeah. cool. and we did. Uh, uh, I'll show it to you. We did the uh, the Sparks. The Spock Steakhouse. It, it looks sick, bro. It looked, it looked great. You know? Yeah, it looked real great. 
where they, you know, again, that's where we created the Of course. So I never saw the Gotti movie. I heard it was... Which it, one? The new one that just came out. Don't even bother. Yeah, I heard it was pretty bad. The one with Armand Asante. That was great. Great. That was great, yeah, yeah. I don't think they should have ever did the new one. The one was, uh, you know, what's his name? Travolta. Travolta. I don't know, you know... I don't like to shit on anybody. I'm yeah. not about to shit on him, yeah. but but I feel like Travolta just always plays John Travolta yeah, yeah. in everything. I mean, after Asante did it, they should just let it leave be it alone. He was so realistic, Asante. Oh, he Travolta was, was just like I don't know. I just watched some of the uh, the coming attractions. You know, I had a hook up with the producer, like one of my uncles knew me. I couldn't even get an audition. I was like, yeah. yeah. So I had a bad taste for enough. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, but yeah, that one, uh, yeah, the, the, the one with Asante. It was great. It was great. It was great. William Forsythe played Sammy the Bull. He played Sammy the Bull in that yeah. one. Yeah. Nuts. Yeah, so, uh, so yeah, man. So, um, so yeah, Kingpin was good. Um, yeah, the best part was being in Columbia. Like, you, you know, yeah, that must have been strange. Yeah, I'm doing yeah. like the John Gotti story. This so this like this mob shit that all takes place in New York, yeah, but I'm in Columbia. In Columbia. And when, when, when would I ever go to Columbia? Exactly. Like, it was crazy there too. Like, we saw like a lot of crazy. You, like you appreciate where you're from when you're. Like, oh, I'm you sure. Know, like just poverty and like yeah, you know, it gives you a little different perspective yeah. on things. I saw like a knife fight in the street and like you know I'm, I'm like in the car going to set like in the van. I got my iPad and the driver says no 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 put that down because if they see you looking at at your iPad they'll come and bum rush you and steal oh, it. Oh shit! So it was you know what you, you were glad to get home you know yeah. after that trip but you know it was it was something like you know it was a bucket list thing. When, of when am I ever gonna come up? Here? Absolutely. And, and and those guys were great too. Um, all the actors from that one, you know. Yeah. They were more like those guys were more like making them all again. Like they did cast like like uh, real actors. Like th- this one was like a lot of like real like you know like, they got guys that looked like them and they had the, the accents yeah. and everything. You know. So uh, oh, I'm I'm good with coffee. Though. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Thanks. Awesome. But um, yeah, bro. Oh, look at this. Thank you. Good luck on the podcast, Jimmy and Craig. <laughs> yeah, right. There you go. Nice. It's very cool. It's not. Yeah, split it with you, brother. Get out of here. It's coffee you and a muffin. You sure? Yeah, I'm positive. Yeah. So, so you used to write a little graffiti. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I, um, I went to South Shore High School with. Tommy. Oh, okay. So you know, you, you know Tommy. Fib went. Did you ever hear Fib? Of yeah, course, went man. School. Yeah, uh, yeah. I got it. You know, you know who didn't write graffiti like when we were kids. Right. Going? Everybody like was involved a little bit. You know, yeah. uh, I went to. Meet. I did, but really nothing to speak about. I hung out with so exactly. many. Exactly, and that was more me too. Like you yeah. know, it was more just like you know, like a local like writer. You know, but I I, I know like the history of it. Oh, like, me I too. Love I love it. the whole yeah, culture yeah, and I love it. Yeah. Like, you know, I went to school. I went to Midwood High School. Okay. And, uh, there was this kid Ket that went there. Okay. And Ket's like, you know, Ket's like, you know, and he's big, he's big in, in the whole scene even to this day. Like, yes. You know? So Ket went to the school and this kid Cole went to the school. So like, you know, those are like my mentors back yes. in, in high school. And uh, yeah, Ket, you know, so used to come in and tell stories like, you know, he was at Barn with Ghost and Ben and Ben actually went to the same school and then he wound up going to Madison High School. So yeah, so I was wrapped up in it and, you know, I used to go bombing in the neighborhood. You yeah. know, I, I did some insides on the train. You yeah. Know? But it, to this day, like I, my head's on a swivel every time I like, Me too. You know, go out. You know, when I'm in the train, I got my. Uh, you got your head. You yeah. got your eyes looking at the windows. Of shit, course. You know, and, and yeah, so you know, yeah, that was it. Was fun. It was like you know, it was a it was a crazy time because like back in the '80s, man, it was like 
Oh, was, beef was crazy. Beef was crazy. Yeah. There was no cameras. There was yeah. no cell phones. Yeah. So shit was, shit was no, we had, down. We had like, you know, I was like El Park. That was, we were, we okay. were in El Park, you know, and, you know, obviously there was like Cage Beak and Sorry Boys. The Cage Beak. MUU Boys. And uh-huh. It seemed like everybody had beef with us. Like, you know, right. like all these neighborhoods had beef with us. 52 Park. 52 Park. Yeah. Yeah. And then Canarsie wind up teaming up with us at one point. Right. You know? But uh, yeah. the 2H crew. Yeah, he was Tommy. Like the, the 2H was a little bit younger than us, so like we, they were like the next generation. Right. You know? But then we all hung out together as the years. Of course. But uh, yeah, but there were some crazy times back then. Like, you know, I remember like we had like this the garbage truck layup was like on Utica Avenue. Uh huh. So we used to bomb the garbage trucks, and you know the highway boys would roll up and they would come out with the bats. And yeah. Was, you know, it was crazy. Like people, silly teenagers. You know, they don't realize the shit that we did growing no. up in the city it was just like. You out. Yeah, it was, it was fun it was, and it was chaotic, chaotic man. Chaotic, man. You know, and you made it like you made it out. Like, I'll be able to make it a out. A lot of people in it, man. Yeah, you know, just with, with you know between like you know people getting killed and yeah, like you know, I, I, if I go back if I go back to my old neighborhood and name like so many kids. A lot of them are gone, you know, like, yeah. murdered, like, you know, not even really mob shit, just like, you know, crazy shit. Yeah. You know, of course, drugs. And, you know, Drug, yeah, a lot of drugs. Yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah, I did the graffiti. I, I, I played in a band for a little bit. Oh, I was yeah? in a hardcore band. For a really? Bit. Yeah. What, what was uh, the name? Anti, Anti-Style was the name of it. Okay. Uh, you might know... Did you know Louis Feldstein? No. Louis was in a band. We were in a hardcore band. Yeah, Louis, Louis was in a Louis was in a band called uh, Crowd Control back in the day. Oh, I know Louis the Skinhead. Yeah, yeah Louis the Skinhead. I so, know Louis. So Louis, it was me, Louis. Crowd Control. Uh, wow. Me, Louis. That's my, nuts. My, I used to, used to see them at Lamore's yeah, way back yeah, then. Yeah, well, he played, like, you know, he used to have the, First, he was a skinhead, then he had the big, like, uh, what's it called, Bohawk yeah. and stuff. Yeah, you know? he had the crazy tattoos. Of, yeah, he had tattoos before anybody. Yeah. yeah he was covered. Like, yeah. You know? But, yeah, we, but that was, like, years later. We, we I never knew it was later, but I just knew it was Louis Yeah, Louis, skinhead. Louis skinhead. <laughs> so, yeah, he went, and Albie. Albie of course. Was neighborhood, yeah. You know, and, yeah, you know, so we played, uh, my guitarist was uh, Pete Figaletti. He played. Uh, he played with Keith Caputo from uh, Life Magazine for a little bit, you know. So yeah, it was like a quick thing. It was like a, like a year and a half we played. You yeah, know, we, we played. We never played CDs, but we played like Pete Fingaletti. Pete Fingaletti. Paul. Was, Paul, no. Paulie Fingaletti was his brother. Rest in peace. Yeah, I knew yeah, Paul. Yeah. Paulie was in New York City strength. Yeah, 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 yeah. Paulie was a good guy. Yeah. So Paul, yeah. Pete is his bro- older brother. I knew the last name sounded familiar. I'm like yeah. Pete, no, Peter Paul. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Wow, so, small world, dude. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we played, you know, we played like uh, downtown. Uh, it was on 37th Street, like okay. the Cave. They called it sometimes. You know, we played, uh, uh, we played the Pyramid in the city. You know, so we, we, we you know, we played a lot like local places. Like, yeah, that. I wasn't good. I just like had stage presence. I used to fucking discreet. You know, yeah. hard oh, of course. Like, yeah, Born and Max was another joint. It was in uh, Park Slope. We okay. played there with Albie, with Albie, Albie's band. Uh, okay. Yeah, he was in like the punk band. Yeah, so like you know, I was a dairy. That's fucking funny, man. Yeah. I don't know how we never met before. Yeah, we, we probably did. We were probably we in yeah. the same room yeah. together at some point, without a doubt. Yeah. Between no, that connection, BE, and all that's like, like we were very close. Yeah, somehow. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's a small world. Yeah, I don't know. so that was uh, yeah, that was, it was a good time. Growing yeah. up in Brooklyn was just and, 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 you know, all this shit is really kind of how I got into acting too. Like you know, it's it, it all kind of like you know. So 
after, yeah, I played sports. Then I played like you know, I played baseball. So after I couldn't play baseball anymore, oh, like, what the I fuck am I gonna do now? Oh, okay. Got played in the band for a while. After I played in the band for, all right, you know, I, I, I can't sing. You know, right. so this isn't going there. What, what, what can I do next? I was always like looking for the next thing because I guess I like I just like to perform. Yeah, yeah. I could get out there and, and, and do and do shit like that. You know? Yeah, so that's how it, it, it. You know, just your whole childhood kind of led into like, wanting to do that. You know, so. Uh, yeah, it's awesome. It was, it was, you know, growing up in Brooklyn is, you know, that's the shit. It's a unique experience, bro. Oh, hell yeah. It's bro. unique. Yeah, We're yeah. a unique breed. We are. Yeah, we are. Without a doubt, <laughs> to say the least. Do you have anything else coming? you have anything in the works, plan coming um, up? Movie, show-wise? Yeah, no, like I just, uh, just auditioning when I can, you know. Uh, okay. You know, I, I have an agent. You know, I get out there once in a while. Yeah, uh, like I said, a lot of you know, a lot of the roles you go out for. Uh, you know, it's it, it's tough. It, it's tough to be an actor in general. But I'm sure in this day and age, you know, to be Italian American actor with a New York accent. It's tough. You know, yeah. You pigeonholed. Yeah. You know, look at all the parts I'm playing. Sandy Bull, you know, you know. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's tough. And, and, and network TV is like, they, they don't want anything to do with you anymore. Right. You know, it's good because they are being diverse now. So it's giving other people a chance, which is great. Right. You know? But in that, it also affects us because now we're not, we're limited now too. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, sure. So it's like, you know, you know, it, it's tough. It's tough. That's why I'm, I'm more into the indie stuff. I love the indie stuff because it's like, it's real raw. Yeah. You know, it's more like, you know, it's more realistic, you know. Not that I wouldn't mind getting on, on a uh, network TV show, but, sure. you know, you got to keep your, you, you, you got to be realistic in the business. Absolutely. Of, you know, a lot of bullshit. You know how Facebook is, man. Oh, These God. people, they're all full of shit. I, I keep it real, man. Yeah. It's like, you know. I, you know, I'm gonna go for what, what you know, what, what I think I can get. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, sure. I'm not, my dreams aren't like to become a big movie star anymore. Right. You know? If I could work every once in a while, you don't want to be famous on Instagram. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's right. So that's, terrible. It's bad. You know? It's it, bad. It's bad. It's like you know, and it's like they really most of these people are. They're just really trying to impress each other. Like everybody, oh, you know, yeah. people that are really doing it don't do it. Like they're not on social media, right? Bullshit. You know? Yeah. I mean, you got to do a little bit of it, I guess, just you to do. keep your name out. You know, that's just and the to way promote the your nonsense, yes. whatever. Yes. You know, I say it constantly. Yeah. I say it ad nauseum. It's like if I didn't have a podcast, right? I I probably wouldn't be on social media. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. You know, and yeah. if I did, there would be like a tiny group of people, and it would yeah. be like it. It would be that's it. Yeah, yeah. It, it, social media, it is good to you know promote your stuff. I only like to do it when I'm doing something. Right. Something real is coming out. Right. You know what I'm saying I'm not going to put every fucking little small film. Right. But, you know, because then people they, they call you on it. They'll be like, oh, I want to see it, and you're like, you know, it's a it's a fucking ten minute short film. Right. You never get to see. It. Right. I'm lucky if I even get the copy. Of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I'm. Very honest, man. I just like to like. There's one thing about me. I just like to be truthful. Like, yeah, you know, man. In the world of bullshit, oh, there's not a lot of people that are truthful anymore. You know? Nope. And uh, that's the sad thing about it. Like in the business, you know, I mean, just a lot of people. That, you know, they, everybody. They all run in one big circle. Too. Yeah, it's so funny. They all trying to. Nothing, you know. I'm friends with a lot of these people, you know. Yeah. But I just don't, I don't get involved. You know? Yeah, I just, I just do it's my not own like thing. that. If something that I, that I'm, that I did is coming out that you know, I want that it warrants talking about, I'll talk about it. Sure, you know what I'm saying. You know, right I'm proud of my, my, you know, my little accomplishments. And, yeah, and uh, you know, I appreciate it. Like you know, even yeah. talking to you, like I yeah, appreciate I said, it. So yeah, much well, like I hit you up. I was like, yo, like I'm like I have no, like I never met you before. Yeah, no, but I'm like, no. would you be down? Like you know, of course, just to shoot I the love shit, because again, I'm humbled by it. You know, like, yeah. you know, I had I had somebody recently. I, I, one of the things I put on Facebook, I had um, 
somebody reached out to me uh, that just had watched me get him well, again he was late to the party so yeah. you know, yeah it just gave me you know gave me a nice compliment you yeah know? and I'm like you know here it is like Five years later, or something. Yeah, like that. but but what I'm saying is, days when you're miserable, like the the, the the business eats you up because it's so difficult. It's a lot of rejection, and you're like, ah, oh, this sucks. And, but then you know, somebody comes back and says, I appreciated your work, and it makes it all worth it. You yeah, know what I'm saying? You're absolutely. Like, you know what? Let me count my blessings. Like I, I was able to, at least I was able to do this. There's a million actors that never get any shot. You know, right. and they're talented too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It has nothing to do with ta- uh, it has nothing to do with talent. Sometimes it's right. all about. You know the right look or what the, what's hot at the time. You know some people never get an opportunity. So yeah. I'm very like grateful for like the little things that I did get. Yeah, you man. Know what I'm saying so. That's what's important. You know, you got to be grateful for what you, what you do have in life, not yeah. what you don't have. In life. Exactly. You know what or I'm else saying? everybody will be miserable. Exactly. Yeah. You know, you got to put everything in perspective. And, yeah. And, uh, you know, that's 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 how I like to do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Good shit, man. Yeah, brother. Well, this was cool. This is great, man. I yeah. appreciate you having me. Anytime. It was, it was, it was a lot of fun. Lot of that. Reminiscing about the old days. Yeah, reminiscing know? about the old yeah. days over a few cups. I drank like four cups of coffee. <laughs> We're not going to sleep tonight. Yeah. <laughs> where, do, you, do, you, do you want people to find you know, where you're at? And you, yeah, I mean, Instagram? I'm on Instagram. Uh, I, I, I'm pretty sure it's Craig Thomas Ravella. Yeah, yes. Craig Thomas Ravella on Instagram. Uh, you're at Craig Ravella on Twitter. Yeah, I don't really do. I don't go on Twitter too much. Right. I have that, but you know, yeah, I, like, same here. I'm on it, but I go look at like I just kind of stalk like politics and shit. Right. Like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> on, tw- on Twitter and then you know Facebook. I think it's uh, Greg Thomas Ravella. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah. 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 So yeah, that's that's my. Uh, you got an IMDb page and all yeah, that. Yeah, I got the there. IMDb page. You know. Um, I just got my I just got my 60th credit, which is pretty. Cool. That's awesome. You know, um, again, no bullshit. A lot of it is there's a lot of indie stuff on there. But that's fine. When you, when you look back and you say like again, when you look back and you're like, man, I, you know, I got cast 60 times. You know, so yeah, to me it's an accomplishment. Again, without know, a doubt, dude. You know, so uh, not everybody can be Tom Cruise. Exactly, right? Which I think is overrated yeah, anyway. Most, so most actors started. just want to be working actors and, yeah. and work and get to do, do what you love. You know, what I'm right. saying so. Any ch- any chance you get is a blessing. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. So check out Bare Knuckle Brawler. Bare Knuckle Brawler coming out November 5th. Correct. He's got Making of the Mom is on uh, Amazon Prime. Yo, watch that shit. Yeah, check that out. Most people, you guys will like that one. I, I would check that one out. And you got Kingpin. I think that's uh, that's that's on Amazon as well. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So you check that one out too if you want. A little Law and Order, a little Gotham. Yeah, Gotham. A couple lines on Gotham. Yeah. <laughs> go to the IMDB and you scroll and you search around. There you go. There it is. There you go, bro. Awesome, man. Right, I appreciate your time, bro. Thank you for having me, man. Anytime. All right. We're over here now. We're over here now.